0: On back to the Cadillac Ranch. I was just feeling myself. I just got off the phone with the next interview With the next collegiate athlete that has to deal through life right now Trying to be an athlete right now trying to be a student right now One of my one of the top ones for mission prep Bryce Flutterman. I can't wait for that interview I'm excited. This is a good one. Another good one. Braden started it off with a hot one We got another hot one for you guys this is where I would have put up, pew, 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 but I don't know how to do that yet. Uh, anyways, I'll just go right into it. This is my boy, Bryce Flutterman. Let's get it. All right, everybody, I got to introduce you from straight out of the 805. Going to the University of San Diego. He's going for an engineering degree, retro junior. QB, number 19, he used to be a fletter noodle. Now he's a Fletterman. man. Bryce Fletterman.
1: Wow, that was a pretty cool intro. I'm going to give you that right there.
0: Hey, I've been practicing. Yeah, I've been it practicing.
1: Like it. Uh,
0: everybody, this is another one of my favorite kids from uh, coaching mission prep. Bryce Fletterman. He is now a, a quarterback at San Diego. How are we doing today?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, trying to enjoy the day. Um, finally able to get back into the weight room. Um, finally was able to get to a gym down the street. Um, first time in three months. Um, great to be back uh, living up in San Diego and happy to be talking to you today.
0: That's awesome. So you've been, we'll jump right into it. So what have you been doing? Just doing meathead things? Acting like you're in a cell? Just doing push-ups, sit-ups, and pull-ups? What, what have we- you been doing?
1: I mean, damn near about that. Um, Our coach has been giving us, uh, for guys that have, like, a home gym, he gives us, like, a set of workouts uh, to train with weights. Um, Unfortunately, at me at my house, uh, we had seven people living here. We have a big-ass house. We do not have an indoor gym. Um, So the day that quarantine happened, actually, I went to the school and I stole – we used cinder block bricks as, like, a punishment. We, like, walk them up and down the stadium or if you do something wrong, uh, like in the mornings. Um, and I went there the day that we found out and I stole four of them. Um, <laughs> they, they know that, I ended up telling okay, them a few okay. weeks later. Um, but I took them and we've just been trying to use those as some extra, they're like 35 pounds a piece. Okay. Um, trying to use those as something. Uh, we've been like scrapping around it through a few things. We got bands, we got, now we got some type of a machine to do some things. Um, But mostly it's been like body weight circuits that our coach has sent us. But yeah, a lot of push ups, a lot of air squats. Um, We got like this weighted vest that one of my buddies got. So we kind of have some weight resistance. Um, We got like a punchy bag in the garage. So like trying to just do all these things and running a lot. I mean, it's just, it's been hard. I'm going to tell you that. Like waking up with, and for an hour in the morning working out trying to go to school online and it gets so repetitive. It get, it got hard. It got really hard about a month in to find that motivation to keep going.
0: Is it the uh, the motivation could you're not around your team and your coaches and all that, yeah. or you're just like, you're kind of playing for nothing because you don't know the future yet. So like you're, you're practicing or uh, training. So.
1: Exactly. Um, it's been, I'm very fortunate. Um, I live with seven other football players. Um, or six other football players so seven including myself um so like being around guys I never really felt that I didn't have to go home and just stay with my parents um so I didn't really lose that like camaraderie with my close teammates mm-hmm. but compared to like being with the other 90 guys on the team and fighting during spring during our competitions and everything um was definitely weird in the mornings because um, then some of some of these guys at my house even they didn't know if there was going to be a football season so they, I'm gonna be honest, like they weren't waking up every morning.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I was waking up dog tired some mornings, not wanting to do it. Uh, it was just hard to find that motivation. Cause it was honestly like what was in yourself and what you want to do, what you wanted to become. Um, I'm gonna tell you, it was not easy. Most of the time is waking up, listening to that same music workout, like playlist in the morning, mm-hmm. just trying to find something to get you going. Just the repetitiveness, just really got tough so it was like every day trying to find something different you can do during your workouts to make it different um but again like you just lost time and trying to figure all that out so yeah and missing like our coaches and our teammates like meeting over zoom is cool and everything and it's like a, a student's dream it's like oh i don't have to go to school like i can sit at home all day like watch my classes go watch some tv get some food anytime i want to but when you actually go through it, like, I, I've i hated this semester. Like, it's been – I've hated that I've been college in this semester. Um, for all the freshmen in college, it was probably awful because you're missing on your first year. But being a junior in college, really, like a spring semester where it's getting hot in San Diego, yep. definitely miss that, the social part of college. Totally.
0: That, and that's, that's rough, man. Like, that's what – because you've been – you've had a regimented schedule for damn near 18 years of your life. So yeah. when you come to all of a sudden it's unstructured, basically yeah. besides your zoom classes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that's hard. That's that's difficult. Yeah. And trying to be an athlete, trying to uh, be a student. And at the same time, if you had a job or not, you had to do that as well. So exactly, it's hard. So, but you're saying all that and you're saying how hard it was. I saw you in the beginning at mission prep where you were starting over under my O-line and let's say that it wasn't the nicest O-line in the world. (laughs) So you got banged up. So I saw you go through some pain. I saw you go through a lot of things. So going through something hard is not something new to you.
1: So definitely, definitely not something new. Nothing. I, I mean, I broke my finger my junior year. Um, mm-hmm. That sent me back a lot. That was a hard injury to come back from. Luckily, came back from it a lot better than the doctors expected. Um, yeah, I mean, I love my O-linemen. I love my guys. Um, <laughs> the D-linemen were just sometimes a little bit bigger. Um, still got the ball out quickly. Doesn't mean they were hitting me late. Um, but this, is like a, this was a different type of hard. This was less of a pain hard.
0: Yeah, it just hit mentally and
1: having to get back up and lifting every morning. This was a more of a, the mental side of it. The, the what do you want to get out of your experience in college? And you're fighting again for an unknown season. Yeah. I mean, I've been very optimistic about the fall and how everything with COVID is going and how things have been getting better and worse and then better. I've I've honestly always thought we're going to have a season in the fall. Like if you think differently, you're not going to wake up in the morning and work yeah. out. You're not going to do the things you're supposed to do. So you just have to think positively. And that's been the trouble with a lot of a lot of student athletes um, around the country, at our school, and in my house. When when those guys don't think it's going to happen, um, they they they're, the drive is just is lost. Right. So that's it's the mental side of all of this stuff that people don't think is what's really hitting all these all these kids like all the all kids not even just student athletes yeah just being stuck inside their house trying to want to get out and then when they go out it's it's wrong which is so hard because in our society when everybody's cooped inside playing video games everybody wants to get outside now it's like okay well now you can't go outside right do stuff so definitely definitely a weird weird year we got going on right now
0: yeah, totally so um Let's go back in time. Let's, let's talk about you being a starting quarterback in a San Luis Obispo small school, school yeah. of 300. Not, not graduating class 300. School of, school 300. of 300. And then we had, so say half of that men, half of that women, and then probably 30 of those played football.
1: Exactly. So
0: we came from a small school. We had great coaching um, with Chad Henry, Soybert. Um, everybody on defense, but you came, we had Pat Miller being starting quarterback and we always thought like, Oh, he was going to be quarterback for a couple years. And yeah. then all of a sudden, Oh, Flett Fletterman. okay. <laughs> Pat's kind of an athlete. We maybe can do something about this here. So tell, tell me about that transition. I know it's a long time ago, but I think it, it shows where you are now. And that's why I need to talk about it. So. Tell me through that that summer, which that was kind of a little sophomore boy thinking that he he's gonna become a starting quarterback.
1: Seriously, I mean, I didn't I played one year of tackle football. We'll take it a little bit further back in fifth grade. I'm gonna be honest, I hated it. Oh man, really? I hated it. Yes, I was tied in. I didn't even play quarterback. Pee-wee football. Coach lines you up against each other, just run at each other. I hated it, man. You can see I'm a quarterback because I just hated to hit. Right. Um, I felt I, – I did it. I, I fought through I, I I didn't quit, even though at times I thought I was. Um, the next year I played flag for three years. That's where I kind of got the quarterback Like, that's what I play and I like to throw. Learned how to throw the ball with my dad in the backyard during Raiders games when I was a kid, um, during halftime. Um, and came into freshman year, uh, decided to play football with a few of my buddies, told him I was a tight end because that's the only thing I've ever done in actual football. Yep. Uh, I remember I caught a corner um, from Coach Bonds, and I threw it back to him. He was like, yo, no, 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 no you got to get out of here. Go to the quarterback.
0: <laughs> I remember that.
1: And that's when I met Coach. That's when I met Chad. Um, and over in that line was Cole Morley. And Eamon Maslin, two, two guys that turned into O-linemen for us We're trying out a quarterback.
0: Oh, well, we knew they were going to be O-linemen. We, yeah, um, we instantly knew.
1: <laughs> so that was that was a good old time. Fresh Nothing against was, your boys. Nothing against was, your boys. That was so much learning. Like, I had no, no idea what it took to be a quarterback. And learning – I remember we were, had a seven-on-seven tournament, varsity, and I was just out there, like, didn't know what any of the plays meant, just throwing the ball around. That's when, like – A couple of the older guys noticed me and really, like, picked up on me. And at that time, I was only 13 years old. So, I was like, okay, maybe there's, like, something going on here. JV, freshman year, so much fun. Uh, Love my guys on that. Couldn't even throw for the first two games. I had to throw left-handed because of my elbow. Yep. Threw, like, 50% completion. God. Fantastic. And still throw the ball left-handed. So, definitely went through some adversity that year. Um, going going into sophomore year, everybody was talking about, "Yo, Bryce, like you might be able to like be QB one this this upcoming year." Like, Pat brought the team to a CIF championship. Uh, he was a great quarterback that year as a sophomore. Um, but having Chad Henry as your coach, um, he's a teacher and he's going to teach you how to do it the right way. And yeah, I will sure. never be more appreciative of a coach than him. But when you weren't good, he was going to let you know which in that, which what made me better, but at the time, like it took a toll on Patrick and I hadn't hit that toll yet. Cause he hadn't been my pure, my pure coach yet.
0: Yep. Um,
1: so I remember us, us fighting for it and everybody was t- telling me that I was going to win it. Um, I'm going to be honest. Like I didn't think I didn't have that confidence in myself as a quarterback. Cause growing up, I wasn't a quarterback. Um, so it was more of just like me trying to go out there day to day, doing my job, trying to win it. Um, at the end I did end up winning it I think it was more of it was partially because I think everybody believed me that I could do it as well as he could and I believe that he felt that we could better the team by him playing a an athlete instead of quarterback Um, so in all reality everything worked out the way it should have Um, super happy about it Um, I mean he he worked hard I worked hard and I beat him out. I think I was totally worthy of beating him out. Um, but I think the decisions were, were both made on that I was going to be there and he was going to be a better athlete for our team. Um, and that sophomore year, man, that was – that's where the learning came from that year.
0: Yeah, that was the, that was a was roller coaster.
1: That was ups and downs. We were a decent team. I played great certain times. I played awful certain times. That came with the learning of playing – a varsity quarterback as a sophomore. Um, that was definitely the hardest year of football I've ever, been, ever had to deal with, being coached up as hard as I could by Coach Henry, um, having a lot of expectations on my shoulders. Um, was just a whole lot of stuff. Um, but my greatest memory from that year is we we scrimmaged slow high. We never, got to, play, never got to play slow high, and we played them in a scrimmage. And that was my first time taking a snap. I remember my first snap, and it was just a scrimmage. I was under center, and I couldn't tell you. I couldn't even feel my body. I had so much juices going through. Couldn't feel a damn thing. Ended up throwing seven touchdowns in that game. So that's why all the expectations were high. All the confidence was high. Just ended up being a roller coaster of a season, like you said. Um, But that sophomore season, that that was what got me where I am today.
0: You really think that
1: because of how much I learned and what I had to go through and what I learned, what it took to be a good quarterback.
0: How how was it? I'm sorry to interrupt, but that, that sophomore year was very strange in the fact that we came off a championship year. I mean, we had a 3000 yard rusher. We had athletes everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So when we got to the next year, we still had a lot of athletes but it wasn't as big. So we had a we had to be sneaky in different ways, right? So exactly. we had a we had a like you had a lot on your shoulders, but we had a lot of kids on the team and I think everybody will say this that didn't care.
1: Uh, yeah, I would I would agree because we lost I mean we lost Patrick Laird, we lost Trevor Fernandez, we lost Calvin Levisay. Um I mean we lost and we lost some some dudes on defense. Um it was more of like Sharif, Waba was our our pure captain trying Find to it get out. us there, and it was just some dudes on both sides of the ball that some of them were seniors that that were struggling with w- with what was happening and where we were going. Um, it was just a whole lot of talk and a, not a whole lot of of want to. And well, it started w- in
0: the summer. Like the summer was like. People were missing practice all the time, a lot more than you're like. We thought we were hot
1: shit because we were coming off a CIF run.
0: Yeah. Um, And the fair is the worst thing that ever happened to high school kids. They should never, I never got why we we didn't have the break during the fair because it just ruined you guys. You guys sucked all week. You guys were at the fair all week and it was most, it was very frustrating as a coach.
1: And honestly I'm going to I'm going to be honest like that sophomore year that's where I won the quarterback job was cuz I remember and Pat's probably going to listen to this and be like yeah that happened like he missed he missed like two practices in a row mm-hmm. and I'm like shit and I remember I had to go in and and I was so nervous like just even in practice just going in with the first team and that's where that's and that's where like I grew up I I had to I remember I couldn't even go in the huddle I was so nervous I was stuttering I couldn't even say the play yep Coach Henry came in told me just run to the sideline, run back, like calm down. Yep. and it was just like that's where I just had to man up and like. But you're totally right that the fair is totally just a just a whole other level for Gosh, high, school athletes. high school. Gosh, high schoolers in general.
0: Yes, in general, and especially probably probably every football coach on the 805 has to think that exactly. because it's the worst. Anyways, so. That year happened. I mean, we made it to the playoffs
1: yeah, we somehow. Made the playoffs. We've had to play the number one team in CIF. Um, we actually battled them pretty good. We had a couple of plays that didn't go our way that could have made it a lot closer. That again. running
0: back was so good though.
1: Yeah. They had a good back. Um, but Hey, that's just how the season went. Um, we scratched and clawed all year, but we just couldn't, couldn't get it done.
0: Mm-hmm. So the next year I wasn't around cause my daughter had her, uh, Heart surgeries and stuff. So I wasn't able to partake in that season. That really bummed me out because you got you boys were my boys. You
2: yeah,
0: your your class yeah, were we
1: missed you, we miss you a lot when you left.
0: So thank you. Um I missed you guys. I'm in I didn't say this to Corona, but like you guys always like hit me up, either it was Snapchat or textured like, keep going, coach, we got you, coach. Every time I just said something about Lily where I stopped by, you guys were always cool. So But that next year, so I went to a couple games. That was a special year for you.
1: That was a good, yes, year. T-
0: tell me about that, because I didn't get to experience it all. But yeah, tell nice. me tell me, coming from not an unsuccessful season, but a really hard one, and you learned a lot. But this – your junior year, you're the boss. How, how did you get – how did you get that team to keep going? And uh, the players around you, how did they help you try to be the top guy to keep that team successful?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was – again like there was expectations going into my sophomore year but junior year was like dude like this is this is your time to like step up and, and do your thing um I remember we were doing so well over the summer we were we were kicking we in seven on seven like stuff like we'd play teams around the county and we would play like teams like ag and atascadero teams we wouldn't play like during the season and I'm gonna be honest like we were we were freaking firing on all cylinders, kicking their ass. I mean, we were beating T. We were beating A.G. We were beating Paso. We were beating St. Joe's. We were beating everybody. Like, we were flying around. We had great athletes. We had Patrick Miller, Angel. Joe was finally coming up as a sophomore. Yep. Um, Sal at tight end. Michael Lacasto coming up. Tim coming up. Braden coming up. Jacob being there. We just had so many athletes on, on the offensive side and weapons. And we were just, we were just killing everybody. And then our defense was, was, was growing up too. I mean, we had, and this was not even seven on seven. We had Jacob Wright, uh, Ocho Terena, um, freaking Miller on that side. Sal like we had dudes on defense and I, that's, that's what I'm going to be honest. Like I'm going to say like, yeah, I was all CIF. I was first or second team all County. Like, I had a great, great year, like, league MVP, but that defense, like, really, you, you're not, you're never going to win games unless you have a good defense. Like, yep. you can you throw the ball over the place, you can beat everybody, but you ain't going to win unless you got a good defense. And that year, we had a phenomenal defense. And, again, there's a lot of expectations going in. Um, that's when I was trying starting to get, trying to get a little bit more swagger going on. Like, that's like, starting to wear the tights, wearing the Mm-hmm. Under shirt, like lined up all right. Like well, could
0: you bulked up, up that season.
1: Exactly. And I that and summer I gained,
0: you were getting huge.
1: And I gained like 10 pounds over that summer because like that was that was, it was the time my body was finally starting to figure it out. I was going from a noodle to a lasagna, like Coach Chad Henry would say. Um, like it was finally starting to happen. And that season, it started off slow for me. I'm gonna be honest. Like our first game, I was so hyped up. I was going with so much confidence. I thought it was gonna be easy. And my first two games, I think I threw one touchdown, and I was like – and Coach Henry made me come in, and he was like, you got to watch the film, see how many times you get the ball out in under two and a half seconds in those first two games, and see what, like, your completion percentage is before two and a half seconds and what it is afterwards. I did the math, and it was like half and half, and when I was under, I was phenomenal. Under two and a half seconds getting the ball out, phenomenal. After that, making poor decisions, getting hit. Not right, and that's when I learned, like, yo, just you know what you're doing. Stop thinking, like, get the ball out. And then that's when I went on like my run of the next 24, 25 touchdowns that year. Um, I think I only had six interceptions. Um, We were not a big deal. We were beating, we were beating everybody in the league. Oh my God, Templeton beating Napomo at Napomo after my sophomore year, throwing three interceptions, no touchdowns. Three touchdowns, no (laughs) interceptions at Napomo, sealed the deal. Um, just a great year. We went 8-2. Um, we even played a team, Sierra Canyon, who who goes to state every single year. We were tied with them 14-14 going into halftime. We shouldn't have even – with those athletes they got, we should be nowhere in games like that coming from our small school. But, again, again, we were just firing on all cylinders, sticking up with them. They ended up getting us in the second half because – Again, they were just bigger and faster, stronger than us. There was a point where I got, like, a late hit, like, five times in the game, five straight times on a drive, and I took us all the way down the field straight on late on late hits. And Coach Henry was like, yo, dude, you're out. Like, they're just trying to take out your needs right now. We don't need that. And I was so pissed at him because I didn't want to come out like that. But, again, that was my coach looking out for me. Um, but we're going into the playoffs. I think we were the four seed. Man, and we, ha- we were going to ready to make a run. We were ready to make a run that year, and that playoff game still haunts me. Yeah, still haunts me. That was we, we don't have to talk about it. Well, we can talk about it. We were up twenty. We were up twenty-one to seven, going in almost going into halftime. Who are we playing? We're playing. I don't even. Oh, Quanis. It was a Quanis, and they uh, had a they had a really good back. They had a really good back that year. Um, so. What's up? I'm on a podcast right now. This is my this my, my, offensive awesome. lineman. Oh, awesome. DJ, what's up? What's Say
2: up? hi. What's up, man? Give me- hey. <laughs>
1: um, and I threw a corner route to Patrick Miller, and it was in his hands. Thought he was going to catch it. Um, ref said he dropped it. Biggest momentum killer of the whole game. Ended up breaking my finger in the third quarter halfway through. Um, my coach told cho- Coach Chad Comey, I could throw him with a ball with three fingers. Um, had to tape my index finger because yep. it wouldn't bend. Um, tried to fight through it. We ended up losing twenty-eight to twenty-one. Um, and man, that was that was a heartbreaker. That that was a heartbreaker. Man, tough. Again, all, all the accolades came after that season. Um, I I got MVP again. All CIF quarterback, uh, but just a we, we we could have we could have done some special things that season with that team that still like haunts me to that day. Like, if I wouldn't have broken my finger, um, if that catch would have gone right in the end of the first half, I know we would have won that game. But hey, so that's that's how life works sometimes.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, the next year, you're still you're playing dominating football. You're playing great. Quarterback, college is coming around the corner. Yeah, you have a couple colleges going after you. Who were they at the time?
1: It was it was Cornell, uh, UC Davis, uh, a couple D three schools from the Midwest. Uh, I actually got hit up by Vanderbilt uh, a couple times my junior year. Um, I think they found out I broke my finger, so that kind of slowed down. Unfortunately,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, UNLV, um, city, where I'm at right now actually didn't hit me up until I went to a Stanford camp um, that summer. Oh, really? Co- Coach Chad was upset I was going to. <laughs> um, Why that's did where you my, That's where I met those coaches, um, and that's where I got the the USD connection. So, I, I had I had a few options um, going in, which I was very excited about. Um, I was hoping to get more as senior year went Um, but definitely yeah it was definitely on my mind of trying to make that decision of do I want to play college football or not because it's not a not an easy decision you got to really decide on it if you want to do that because it takes a lot of work
0: so without a ride on you your senior year while playing were you like without a battle in your head
1: um, it was always like something to think about. It was like going – always in the summer it was like, yo, know, I got to – it was one of those things that kind of piggybacked me. It's like I got to do well enough to, to try to get out of here and try to try to win, win, some, win some coach's mind over with, with some film and with some summer stuff and talking to them. Um, definitely always on my mind because a coach could be there at any game, any throwing stuff. Um, so definitely was on the back of my mind most of the time.
0: And so when, when did you got, when do you finally go like USD? That's my school.
1: That was, so I went through the season and we were playing. I don't remember who we were playing, but I think it was week three. And USD was playing at Cal Poly that year, um, during the regular season. And luckily the quarterback coach, coach, coach Engstrand and my recruiting coordinator, coach Bobby J, um, were able to come watch me, um, they watched to stay for the first half where I thought I was good I was more mediocre I knew they were going to be there um the second half I tore it up I threw four touchdowns but then I found out they weren't there for that obviously um but that next week I got called and I got offered um so that's when it came to interest I'd never been to San Diego before that um but definitely felt great having another or a big time like division 1 AA school um offering me a a chance to play college football.
0: So you're now at USD. You're killing. Tell me about your grind at USD and then uh, we'll get into like quarantine and everything that's happening today. But um, what had your, your, uh, what had been your stepping stones at USD?
1: Um, At at our school, um, we run a a pro style slash West coast offense. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a quarterback coming into our system, you have got to be some amazing five-star quarterback to be able to come in and start our offense. Because if you aren't smart, you will not play here. It's our offense is an NFL style offense. It's very, very complex. Every single, our, our play calls are 10 words long. Every single little thing means something. The quarterback is the driver of our offense. There's checks, there's kills, there's, autos we're changing place at the line we're in full control of the offense and if you don't understand all the nicks and crannies of our offense uh, you're not gonna be able to play so any freshman coming in and at our school it's almost destined they're gonna red shirt I remember I came in there's like 11 or 12 days of installs where they're installing the whole playbook I get to like day six and I'm killing it because everything's like simple it's similar to what we had at mission with coach henry like he taught me a lot of stuff and how to read defenses and he, I he tried
0: to do a college pro exactly. style offense yeah
1: and i thought i was doing because our high school offense wasn't simple it wasn't it wasn't like our we still had long play calls it wasn't all it was more
0: advanced in, uh, than other schools for exactly sure.
1: so it wasn't nothing was too hard but you reach day seven eight nine and it's just like the whole kitchen sink is being thrown at you and it's just like at that time you're destined to make a few mistakes and i was catching up on on a couple guys that were a year or two ahead of me, but then once that once that that time hits, it's just there's too much stuff going on in your head. You can't think. You you're thinking too much. So you can't play fast. Um, so my freshman year, I made it to like day seven or nine competing uh, to get on the traveling squad. After that, it was just making too many mistakes, um, which is what every quarterback does. Wish I wish I could have picked it up faster, but again, it's one of the hard. It's the hardest offense. I could even imagine other than NFL. Um, so my freshman year, uh, red-shirted, stayed home, practice uh, like a practice team player, uh, scout team. Absolutely loved that though. I mean, going against number one defense made me so much better. I remember our, our passing defense was so bad that year. Um, and just a lot of young guys. Um, and I remember I, I would be back there, Honestly, throwing pretty well. Um, it was really fun. Um, sometimes the D line guys would be like, "Yo, like, just don't throw it this time. Like, let me let me get you or something." Just because, like, our coach—if we didn't run it right, our coach would make us run it over and over and over and over until the defense won. He's a defensive-minded head coach. That's just how he rolls. Um, so that was more of that year going just carving training, up
0: your teammates.
1: I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you're trying. Hey, I like hey, hearing that. You're trying to show off. I mean, you're trying to do your thing. One of the things you learn at Scout team is though, you the, our head coach is yelling at the quarterback to go fast, go fast, but our O-line guys are gassed. Our our wide receivers are gassed. So I eventually learned like, yo, like you gotta be able to control the tempo a little bit better so these guys aren't dying on you. I mean, I had tight ends that lost 10 pounds. My buddy here lost 10 pounds and had a six-pack as a tight end. That shouldn't happen. I mean, I love tight ends and all. They should be ripped, but, like, they shouldn't be weighing, like, under 200 pounds. Uh, he's running all these routes, and, oh, man. Uh, but then I learned, like, you got to kind of control the tempo. Um, but going into freshman spring, i never really been a part of a spring ball before. Um, I mean, we did, like, workouts and stuff like that in high school, but being in pads and all that and being in a spring game uh, was definitely a um, – uh, definitely a good experience and freshman spring in our, our system is folks be like, this is where you grow up. This is where you finally like know that offense enough, you can show off. Um, and I think I did that pretty well. Um, wasn't able to like move up the depth chart necessarily too much, um, but definitely showed more of what I got. Um, my sophomore year, um, again, fighting and clawing, um, was more able to grow on the offense more because we had a solidified starter, a pretty solidified backup because um, they were both redshirt senior, redshirt junior by my sophomore year. And those guys were our redshirt, our quarterback Anthony Lawrence, then was really, really good. Um, he could, he was the biggest competitor uh, and he would make some crazy plays. Um, so give it to that guy. Um, but just trying to, trying to grow with myself and uh, grow as a quarterback and a leader and understanding more of the offense was more of that. Like my sophomore year, I had to try to learn all the protections um, and everything like that. Cause again, as a quarterback versus any other position, you have to know what every single little person is doing, um, which is so different. Uh, I mean, that, that varies from offense to offense, but uh, definitely was a big growing period. Uh, and then that quarterback left, so it was an open job going into my going into my junior year. My sophomore spring killed it. I was doing phenomenal, doing great. Um, went into camp my junior year. Was in a fight with Mason Randall and Reed Senate. Um, really thought I had a chance. A lot of guys thought I had a chance, um, but the redshirt senior Reed Senate ended up went beating us out in that battle. Both of us. Um, I actually, in order to ensure Uh, a traveling spot. I actually became the backup long snapper my junior year. Let's go. Trying to create some more value on on myself. Um, So that was definitely a fun part, uh, trying to be on special teams and something like that, just trying to be around different guys too. And honestly, it was good for me getting in shape because the quarterback, I mean, you take drops, you do all this stuff in practice, you're not running. So it was definitely fun to do something different. Um, Reed went on. He's now uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, oh, yeah. When as an undrafted free agent, um, gets to work with my freaking guy I look up to, Tom Brady. Um, the worst. So <laughs> lucky for that guy.
0: The worst.
1: Um, but now it's a uh, now it's a fun open competition with Mason Randall, who's a redshirt senior. I'm a redshirt junior. Um, and it's been a battle. I mean, it's been it's been fun. We had our spring game. Uh, we've both had our ups and downs. Um, I don't think either of us has run, has won the true, true job yet. Um, so definitely looking forward to hopefully camp occurring. Um, cause again, we don't have a quarterback solidified yet. And I love the competition we're having. Um, neither of us are too greedy about it. We're, we're, we're good buddies. We grew a lot together um, cause he's only a year older than me. So we've been close for three years now. Um, but man, looking forward to it because this, the spring was really fun. Um, finally, getting a lot of first-team reps, uh, working with guys, being able to run the offense more efficiently um, has just been a lot of fun.
0: So you're going through that right now. How are you competing with each other then? Like, like how, like how do you compete through Zoom calls? You don't, I'm guessing.
1: It's it's hard because we we have quarterback meetings. Um, we have meeting times as, as quarterbacks two times a week. Um, and it's not necessarily competing; it's just making sure that, in my mind, being our one of our philosophies or uh, one of our ideals, and as a quarterback, is you got to be a master of the offense, and that's what I've always stroved, stroved strived strove or strive to do. Um, because I, again, I'm not the greatest athlete, and I know that. I mean, I'll take off and I'll run. Screw it but like I'll do it, but that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just want to sit back, pick apart a part of defense. Um, so showing off the the mental side of it is all you can do over, over zoom is making sure he asks a question. Hey, try to be the first person to answer it. Right. Um, he asks you a question. Hey, make sure you know it, make sure you detail it out the exact way that he wants you to or how he would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the competition has been hard. We've been throwing with a few guys, um, in and out so like we still get that throwing competition in slightly um trying to find open fields, which has been hard enough in itself um it's been hard to compete because you're competing against a ghost I mean when you're seeing the guy every day and working out in the weight room and competitions on the field like you can compete with a guy but you're in the backyard doing your own thing you're competing with a ghost you just you got to think like what's he doing he's probably up working out right now so that's one of the things that was kind of helping me out. It's like, Hey, he's probably working out. Like I can't sleep in today. I can't not do what I'm supposed to do. Like, cause this is a job to win. I've been waiting to play for three years now. Um, when I get in in spring games and scrimmages, man, I love it. I, I, I get hit and I love it. Oh my God. Dude,
0: you're you're I'm ready to run through a brick roll. Okay. I, I am I, I'm ready. I'm pumped.
1: Like, Man, I love. i, I I've never said I'd miss getting hit. I get hit in a scrimmage, and it wakes me up, and I'm ready to play. Like, man, I. I love. Love it. I. I miss football so much. I'm. I'm so excited to hopefully get an opportunity to. To show that on the field, oh, man. It, it's just. It's giving me goosebumps right now.
0: I. I, I, am, too. Like, I am too. I, I am mean, too. I'm that, just well, that, that waiting, waiting for it. I think that's what I love about this game that you can tell when somebody truly is passionate about it and you just showed it yeah. like just, you don't care if you get smacked in the face, you just get right back up.
1: Exactly. And because it's, it's,
0: you just try to improve your last rep.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's hard as a quarterback. Cause I mean, you could be a running back, you go in every other play, like Braden's got an opportunity to play because he gets to go in and he's a kick returner and he's a great athlete. So he gets, he gets an opportunity. The quarterback position, it, it's one dude. And if that dude goes down, you got to be ready, but it's, it's, it's a one man show. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, definitely tough to sit for three years, but it, it eats at you a little bit. And mm-hmm. you either decide that you want to, you you're going to be done and you're, you want to hang it up, or you're just going to kind of go along for the ride or.
0: No, that's not what you're going to do. I know I, you too. Well, you ain't stopping.
1: No, I ain't stopping.
0: That's what I love to hear. So. We are now in this crazy time and we talked about it before um, we got on, but you're a leader of this team, you're a quarterback, you're vying for this job. Quarantine happens. And then we have the social unrest. I talked about it with Brayden. Um You said before we ta- uh, got on that you think that um, you wanted to talk about it. You think that uh, USD and your coaches and your team has actually done good things and positive things. Um so I wanted you to explain on that and tell me how that is um, being around all your teammates and specifically your black teammates that you, you can't be around all of them right now. So tell me how you feel right now.
1: Exactly. Um, I mean, being apart from each other during COVID was obviously hard enough trying to meet on zoom and meeting with our week, our, our lifting coach and our offensive coaches. And as a team, um, trying to see everybody has been tough. Um, but then when, when all this stuff, stuff came up, um, a lot of us didn't know the correct way to act going about it. Um, I'll speak honestly on this part. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't believe that I did it quick enough. Um, I don't believe, like, our coaches necessarily did it quick enough. But when, when we got on it, we got on it full speed. Um, our, our offensive staff got together. We got a team Zoom meeting. Um, and we all talked about it
0: all 90 or just your offense. So
1: just offense, offense was first. Um, and we got together and we talked about it and talked about how, what we can do for each other, um, what we can do for our team, what we can do, try to do for the community. And then obviously for the nation. Um, and we had a lot of our African American, uh, athletes, uh, and players try to talk to us. and you can you can talk about like wanting to learn more about it and that type of stuff. Um, but it's it's more of just being public, more public, and not being silent about it is what what everybody wants because we we know it's not right. Everything that's going on is not right um, in our country. Um, and we all see that. It's just a matter of if you're gonna be silent about it, sometimes that's not the the right way to go about it Mm because if you, if you know it's not right and you're being silent about it, you're, you're kind of being naive and and not just not wanting to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what a lot of our players wanted to make sure that we do. Um, So we've been trying to be more vocal on social media, um, trying to talk to our guys more um, because again, this is COVID we're trying to stay teammates and communicate. And then this comes up, and it's, it's just we want to make sure that everybody knows that, that they're loved by all of us. There's no – You're still there's a no family. There's, there's no – hey, this is a football. This is, this is a team. This is family. We grind together. We grow together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do everything together. Yes. So making sure they were okay um, was a, a big thing. Uh, we met as, an, uh, as a whole team and discussed some potential solutions that we can do through our team. Um, for games, for our community, for other things, um, I really think our 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 football team and our school took a lot of heat because they weren 't necessarily surely how quickly they wanted to react to it um, but overall uh, once we once we realize what we need to do i think I think we did a great job um, trying to get together. the job 's not done yet um, it's really never done until this stuff stops. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot more work to do. Um, We're going to try to do as much as we can Um, as leaders of the team. um, We're trying to make sure we're, we're giving our all players equal opportunity to, to do something. Um, Like we have a black student union on our campus. And one of the players ideal is for us to try to go to those meetings Um, just because those meetings, they, they give history on, uh, on black history and trying to trying to just learn more Um, because I think a lot of us may think we know or try to act like we know. And some of us say we don't know, but again, all those are are issues because if you're not trying to put yourselves in their their shoes or learning about their history and what they're going through, Mm -hmm. then you're not doing the right thing. So
0: what I like about this going on is that you guys are going through something at age, 18 19 20 21 like your kids on your team you gotta you guys i want to let you know you guys need to embrace this time because you guys are way far ahead than my generation my age guys just 10 years older than you you guys are way ahead of us already because this is something that we just like i never had to grow up with we didn't see it and plus being in the 805 we don't see nothing you know
2: exactly so
0: like and I didn't learn that until I moved out. You didn't learn that until you moved out. Um, But cherish that and learn, learn, keep learning to be a better leader because I know your brain and everything you can move. You can move mountains, bro. I've seen you do it. So keep going with that. I love that you're saying that. And I love that you admitted that you're like, "I I was kind of slow. There's nothing wrong with that. So big ups to that and big ups to all all your teammates and every everybody that every student athlete because you guys can football is the main thing at a lot of schools so you guys have you guys are a lot more eyes on you than you guys think or maybe you know now but i'm glad that you you guys are you you as a team are trying to step up and keep keep pressing that yeah so Let's keep it. A, let's go back a little lighter. What What are you doing for fun? Do you do anything fun? Um, uh, is it COD? Is it Is it Fortnite? Is it like just sitting around a barbecue all night? What is it?
1: Um, I mean, we're we're in San Diego. We're in a beautiful area. Um, so living by the ocean. Um, beginning of the summer, I've actually tried to learn how to surf. Okay, uh, I learned a little bit last summer. Didn't really get into it though. Um, so this summer I've been trying to get into it more, just trying to find something to do. The beaches were closed for forever. So it wasn't until June. Um, so trying to figure that out. Um, we have a big backyard. So, so we'll go in the backyard occasionally, try to find something fun to do. Uh, we got the guys in the backyard. We have a little fire pit actually that they're sitting outside right now. Just chilling. Oh, we'll
0: uh, get you off soon. You need to go back. Hey,
1: hey, I'm so I'm, I'm good, man. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's hard because it, we're in an area in San Diego where there's so much stuff to do, but
0: there's nothing to do.
1: There's nothing to do. So it's like, yeah, we, we, me and my me and my roommates get into COD a little bit. We get into we were into Fortnite at the beginning of, of COVID. It's like trying to get out of the house is such a, like a hassle. It's yeah. like what what are we gonna go do? It's mm-hmm. like so that's why surfing has come about. It um, trying to get outside and do something. Um, Cooking. I mean, I don't have cafeteria for like like twice a week. So it's like cooking. It's like, holy shit. Like I get to cook some, some mad meals now. So So what
0: what, what are you cooking up? What are you thinking?
1: I mean, nothing like special. Um, I had my girlfriend here for a while. um, So she'd come up with some good things to cook. Um, So, I mean, it's just some, some, some very simple things. It's like just chicken recipes and pasta recipes and just cooking steaks to perfection. Ooh, okay. Uh, just, just, just gotta get fancy with a little bit. You can't have next time burger.
0: you're next time you're in town. You gotta show me them. I gotta <laughs> see this. I don't, know, say, I don't know. You can't say the perfection. You say perfection.
1: Eight oh five perfections a little bit different. They know how to barbecue in the eight oh five, so I I can't compare to that.
0: So you're making you're making your your other teammates look bad because you you came no, from
1: those guys are in here making, you know, pot stickers, taquitos, some other things. I'm out here just trying to cook meals. I'm trying to go here. Why not?
0: You got to treat yourself.
1: Exactly. You're working out. You're trying to do a routine, but let's mix it up a little bit. Let's try to have some, some zestiness to your dinners.
0: So being a red shirt freshman, you're going to win this job. Sorry to the other guy. You're probably a good dude. Sorry. But Bryce Flutterman is going to be QB one on the start of the season. Um, after that, what, uh, with school, how is it for you? I mean, engineering, not easy.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. And doing
0: it online is double not easy. So yeah. How are you keeping your grades up doing that? I got to ask because. Of
1: course, of course I'm keeping my grades up. Um, Your mom wouldn't
0: let you not to.
1: No, she would not. Her or my dad would not (laughs) let me, not let me mess around at this school, not get good grades. Um, no, I mean, engineering has been tough. Um. Being a football player is already hard enough, Uh, but being engineering is definitely double duty. Um, So I've had my ups and downs. Uh, I mean, my freshman second semester was really hard. I mean, I had Calc two, physics, chemistry, all this other stuff. Like, it's not easy. Uh, Honestly, as I've gotten older, um, like my sophomore and junior year, it's finally getting classes that are more interesting. So it's been a little bit easier. Um, Not easier, but, like, more, like, wanting to do it, attentive. um, uh, this spring though was, this spring was weird because like a lot of my stuff is labs and working in teams and building things. So having to work apart and using, uh, like we got like a box with a bunch of stuff in it, trying to work with some of that stuff apart from each other. And half of the stuff doesn't work because you do something wrong and it shorts it out, blah, 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 engineering stuff. So definitely, definitely was hard, but, um, I think our teachers at our university did a great job at. Trying to teach over Zoom and making it easy enough for us, but still keeping the rigor of a college course. Uh, but of course, they got to make it somewhat easier because we're not we're not in a great learning. Some guys in our in a great like learning situation. Some people don't have great Wi-Fi. Um, but I ended up doing well this semester. I think I got a three four three five ish. Um, so you know, trying to keep those grades up, but didn't make it easier, but um was able to fight through it's hard to walk downstairs every morning after a workout when you're dead and sit here for six hours straight on mondays wednesdays and stare at my computer screen
0: yeah that's hard like you said it used to be the student's dream and it's like the worst
1: exactly it's like you guys you roll out of bed turn on the computer have an online class like no like i have a new respect because i remember like in college some some like college athletes big time players do online classes and people used to be like oh that's so easy like hey this this is not easy Mm -hmm. learning learning over over the computer is not not an easy thing yeah
0: um can you i i don't know if you checked out are you there still there can i hear you okay um all right well i guess we can I need to let you go. You can go out hang out with your boys, all right? All right. All right. So it was, man, it was great talking to you. Everybody look out for Bryce Fletterman, number 19 for University of San Diego. Are you coming here this year?
1: Uh, we are supposed to be going to Cal Poly. Yeah. Round number two. We lost last year. Um, but i that, a new team.
0: There's a new team, new coach.
1: Hey, I, I I was fighting to, to play last year because God knows I want to beat beat their ass <laughs> in that stadium. Man, um, so that'll, that'll be exciting. Uh, with everything going on, I hope that that stays the same. Um, but, man, I can't wait to go back there and, God, beat some Mustang ass, man.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to be there, or if there's no fans or I don't know how they're going to do it, we'll be watching on TV or listening on the radio for you, all right?
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This no is exciting. Problem. This
0: was this was a good time. Maybe maybe you, uh, we'll do like a recap, maybe like on your bye week.
1: Hey, yeah, I've become a recurring guest. Love it. I'm, I'm so down. Exciting.
0: QB talk with hey, Bryce Hey,
1: we can have some QB talk. Hey, we can have some like detail type stuff. Ooh. Ooh. I'm down. We can talk about some NF. Hopefully there's some games. Hey, we can talk about it.
0: Oh, yeah. Stupid Tom Brady going in the Bucks.
1: You know – Hey, they're going to the Super Bowl, man. I hope you know that. So, we can talk. About that. We can talk about that another time, though. Hey,
0: and then and then hold on. One thing I I haven't even talked about this yet because I haven't had a podcast since. And you you can be my guy to talk to, anyways. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a Raider fan. We actually have a decent road, okay. And all of a sudden, the Patriots pick up freaking Cam Newton.
1: Cam Newton,
0: man. And I'm like, no, really? We have to go through the Patriots with Cam Newton?
1: Because
0: yeah. all I'm thinking, I'm, going, I'm already believing they're going to the Super Bowl, too. It's going to be a Patriots, like, my head th- saying it. Just because, like, of course. Because Cam had the chip on his shoulder. Belichick had the chip on his shoulder. Brady had the chip on his shoulder. Edelman needs to show that he's better without Tom Brady. Yeah,
1: it's seriously. stupid. It's going to be – Cam's just got to stay healthy. I mean, who knows? It, it could be Jared Siddham too. Oh, I
0: mean, whatever.
1: I'm not – hey, I'm not canceling that guy out. Hey, he, he fits that system well. I know it's Cam, but Cam's got to stay healthy. That's been his problem. Um, but if he, if he can get to that even three-quarters of that MVP caliber team with Carolina, if he's with that with the Patriots, they're they're going to be deadly. I'll, I'll he tell you
0: never that. had an O-line like he he will at New yeah, England. Yeah, for sure. Or any – I mean he has I, weapons.
1: I know. But hey, hey Raiders till I die man. They they're doing something. We're, I mean they, they drafted Henry Ruggs and I was Oh, I didn't
0: know what to think about that. What did you think?
1: Oh, I was Oh, I was pissed.
0: Who did you want?
1: I wanted CD. I thought CD was the man.
0: Yeah. Um, I liked him too cuz I mean, I like Oklahoma, so yeah. like watching him, I'm like, dude, he's a boss, but I like Ruggs after watching his tape.
1: Yeah, after after watching his tape, he seems very Tyree Killish. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna be excited. without
0: like the beating up women and stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see Derek. <laughs> I just want to see Derek Carr get back to him, his old self and sling the ball down the field. He
0: still bit. threw for four, over four thousand yards last year, yeah, and he had like a high that. completion. I to get
1: back. when his MVP caliber season. He was chucking balls down the field. Had great weapons. Um, I know he's under John Gruden. He's a very smart quarterback now. He takes checkdowns check downs when he should, but he's got some weapons now. Like,
0: So yeah. you uh, this will be your final question. You as a Raider fan, is Derek Carr the guy or is Mariota going to take
1: over? Mariota's not going to take over.
0: Okay. No,
1: no, no. no chance.
0: Carr is a better quarterback than everybody Carr, thinks.
1: Carr is a better quarterback. I mean, you. I thought you were going to ask, is Derek Carr the answer? And I would have been like, well, I don't know. Like, there could be another guy in the draft. Mariota is – Mariota was good for a few years. Um, I'm, I think Carr—he's
0: better he's than he's been putting out.
1: Regressed a little bit, but I think Derek Carr in that system, I think he's—I think he's going to have a great year. I think they're going to—I think they're going to win ten games. Okay, that's what I think. Okay. They're gonna, well. Hey, the Chargers are, are not going to have a great year. Um, Denver is hyping up but Drew Locke's on a sophomore season there's a lot I of think
0: he's there. gonna I think he's gonna blow I don't think
1: I, I, think might, gonna, I don't wanna
0: jinx it I'm not gonna say it. no he's not gonna do good
1: he's gonna be decent he's got some weapons but I don't think he's gonna be I think the Raiders will gonna be fine they just gotta they, if they split Kansas City one time right they'll I think they're gonna have a good year I'm very impressed and expect- plus
0: with the expanded playoffs yeah I no, they're, they're, they're
1: gonna get in it's just I hope John Gruden man after watching Hard Knocks to last year, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, me too. All right.
1: Boy, I'll let you go.
0: Hey, everybody, Bryce Flederman, nice talking to you. Thank you very much. All right. We'll talk to you next time, all right?
1: See ya. Current guest, Bryce Flederman.
0: Yes. <laughs> Again, that was Bryce Flederman. Great conversation with him. More insight on the grind of – everything going on and what they're doing at USD. I thought that was awesome that he brought that out and how they're showing that they're growing there. And he even said his fault. And he said that he got, he overcoming that. I hope his teammates, uh, like that. And I hope that, uh, he can show that through his leadership. So very proud of you, bud. Also got another one coming next week. Can't wait. I'm not going to say who, I'm not going to say who, but also remember hat-tack.com hashtag dash or hat-tack.com Cadillac Ranch Pod in the promo discount code get you 10% off awesome thing put your hat on it it doesn't wreck your your hat it doesn't bend the back of it, it doesn't have a poke from a, you hooking it on a nail at Hat underscore tack for Instagram. Get 10% off. Get me some money. Shoot. I'm just playing. Anyways, that was a fun conversation. I can't wait for next week. I don't know which day, you know. These co- college guys, they, they go by their own, own schedule, you know. I'm working around them. Anyways. As always, love who you are with. Family or friends. Be safe. Be very, very safe. Enjoy Fourth of July, people. I forgot to say that. Have a good Fourth of July tomorrow. Get your what, what on with what whatever you do. And as always, come on back to the Cadillac Ranch here.
2: Well, the wheel went dry and the cow did too Daddy didn't know what to do The banker came by the house one day Said he's gonna take the farm away Then mama came up with a plan Brother and me started up a band Sister put a sign on the roof Daddy bought a case of 90 proof Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old Pea Patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Rains Now the only thing that we raise is cane You don't need the sun or rain Just neon lights and some ice cold beer Keeps everything green around here Mama takes the cash at the door Brother and me keep them out on the floor Sister sets them up at the bar Daddy kicks back with a big cigar Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Well, we gave all the cows away And now the only horns around here today All the ones up on the grill Of a genuine 59 Coupe de Ville Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old Pea Patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now we call it the Cadillac Range They're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Range